Christ, and my timer is going crazy. Amen. If you have your Bibles, Numbers chapter 17, the book of Numbers chapter 17, I must admit to you that for my heart is beating really fast. I'm nervous to preach this, and I've, had, I've dealt with this before, and what I've come to realize is that it was the enemy trying to put fear in me because somebody needs to hear the sermon. And so, the way I combat that is I get even more forceful about what I'm doing. And so tonight, we're going to get it in. Can you say amen? Because I refuse to let the enemy win. Somebody shout amen. Numbers chapter 17, verse 8. We're going to read that in a moment. One man said, life is like a roller coaster. You can either scream every time there's a bump, or you can throw your hands up and enjoy the ride. And I know this saying is easier said than done many times. But I want to declare to you that in the midst of hardship, that God, amen, does some of his best work. What I mean by that is in the midst of when we are going through it, in the midst of what I like to call the night process, that in that process of life, amen, a time when we cannot see light, but only see struggle, only see issues, only see things going wrong in a time where it's no clarity. I'm here to declare to you, amen, in times when we feel alone, that it is there that God does some of his best work. We see this with Elijah while in the cave, if you remember. He runs to the cave, lonely cave, cold cave, amen, but it is there that God, amen, begins to reveal himself. It is there that God begins to recommission Elijah. It is there that God begins to do a new work in Elijah. Can you say amen? So for a moment of time, I want to talk to you about the night process. Numbers chapter 17, verse 8. Excuse me. Now it came to pass on the next day that Moses went to the tabernacle of witness, and behold, the rod of Aaron of the house of Levi had sprouted, had sprouted put forth buds, had produced blossoms, and yielded ripe almonds. Amen. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you for what you're going to do here tonight. God, I give you all the praise and glory. I pray, help your people. Let your word go forth, God, and let it be sealed in their hearts, God. Help us all tonight, God, and I pray, God, let your spirit rain down upon us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And all God's people said, amen, hallelujah. If you're taking notes, the beauty of night, the beauty of night, amen. Let's talk about in the right place. We see in the text that Moses grabs, amen, 12 rods to determine who is going to be God's high priest. Who will be the man, if you will. God commands Moses to put them inside the temple. First of all, can I tell you that a lot of things are determined at night. What I mean by that, amen, is a lot of our destiny, amen, a lot of where God wants us to be, what we're going to do, a lot of times it is determined through this night process. Not when everything is going wonderful and great, but when everything is dark, when we're going through valleys of life. Faith, the substance of that, amen, can be determined by night. Can you say amen? 
We will all have these moments of determination in the darkest of times, in the lowest of valleys, in the strongest of storms. Determinations are being made. This is why it is imperative, amen, that when you go through life, when you go through these things, that you stay close and stay right with God because a lot is determined in the night. Not only do we learn that, but we also begin to see what is in us. Psalm, 70, uh, Psalm 77, verse 6, And I call to remembrance my song in the night, and I meditate within my heart, and my spirit makes diligent search. The night process is not a time to complain, but it is a time for prayer. The time for seeking God. Can you say amen? The time of night is not to, 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 uh, the time to shy away from the Lord or shy away from his house, but it is the time to draw nearer. Can you say amen? but to be ever more diligent to, to seek the face of Christ. Notice where the rod was put. It was put in the house of God, where the presence of God would have been. In other words, amen, where there is an atmosphere within an atmosphere. The darkness is there because when you read the text, amen, the Bible says that that rod, amen, went through a night and Moses comes back in the morning or in the morrow. Amen. So it goes through this night, but it goes through it in the house of God. The darkness is there, but the Lord is in the midst of that. Somebody shout amen. And this is what we have to realize is that, listen to me, even though you may be going through a valley of life, even though you may be going through a hardship, but you must understand that though that may be your atmosphere, God is the God over that. That he's in the midst of it. Psalms 134 verse 1 and 2. Behold, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. The best thing you can do in a night process is stay in the presence of God. It means worship playing in the house, whatever it may mean, amen, playing worship. Listen to me, there were times, amen, where I had to play certain sermons on repeat to, just to keep that atmosphere. Can you say amen when I was going through it? It may mean playing worship music and constantly having that to playing in the house. It may mean reading your Bible, amen, until God begins to speak to you. Whatever it is you have to do to keep yourself in the presence of God, the rod never left. No one messed with it. But Moses let it sit in there as God was doing his work. Too often, in the dark, we bail out. In other words, when we start going through things, instead of pressing through and fighting through it, how many know we begin to look for an exit? How many know we've... Right? No, for real, right? Because that's what we do. We don't want we want the path of least resistance. We don't want to have to fight, amen. We don't want to you know, we want breakthrough, but we want breakthrough without breaking. 
We, we wanted the easy way. And often, amen, when it's dark, when we're going through these processes, uh, we begin to wander in our minds, wander in our walks, amen. And, and But listen to me this evening. You have to stay rooted in Christ. You have to stay rooted in God. Maybe this is God putting you through. Let me rephrase that. Maybe this is God letting you go through this for a greater good. You know, when I got saved, I always wondered, God, how come my father wasn't there? Like, I would have turned out so much better if my dad was in the house, if my dad was, you know, the father. I would have turned out so much better. I wouldn't have went through so many things. I wouldn't have had these mind battles and these heart issues. And I knew, God, why? why? And I remember God speaking to me so clearly because now you know how to deal with people who are just like you. Now you know how to deal with men who haven't had their fathers. Now you can sympathize and relate. But now not only just sympathize and relate, you can show them how to live. You can show them that God is real because I was in the same position you were in. You have to understand just because you're going through it doesn't mean it's not good for you. <laughs> But if you're going to go through it, go through it in the house of God. Don't go through it by yourself. Don't, go, don't, don't become the, 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 the lone ranger. Don't become, you know, uh, you know, I'll come back when everything is better. Luke 6 and 12, now it came to pass in those days that he, Jesus, went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. Listen to me, folks. This should be our lives. Can you say amen? Whenever we're going through a night, we stay close to the living Savior. Again, I tell you, your destiny can be determined at night. Fruitfulness is determined through these night processes. Things you wouldn't even equate with the hardship. Thing you cannot quit at night because, listen to me, you cannot let the atmosphere of God dwindle because you're going through it. Because so much is determined in that process. What if, amen, some of us would have gave up? What if some of us would have said, forget it, it's over with? And think about the people you've touched. Think about the people you've witnessed to. Think about the people, amen, who have looked at your life well exit that and what happens to those people you have to stay in the right place when you're going through it looking back at our text verse 8 now it came to pass on the next day that Moses went to the tabernacle of witness and behold the rod of Aaron of the house of Levi has sprouted and put forth buds and had produced blossoms and yielded ripe almonds. Let's look at the night of maturity. So we see here the process. An ordinary rod now becoming a living miracle. This stick was thought to be a branch from an almond tree. That we, what we see here is that in the hands of men, it's just a stick. It's just a branch. But in the presence of God, he makes branches mature as if they were trees. The night process is not just a is not only just hardship, but it creates a maturity within our own lives that will not come any other way. These moments cause us to grow into men and women who are called by God. Can you say amen? That in order to mature, you have to go through this. In order to think properly, you had to go through that. In order to see who God really was, you had to go through that.
Because let's be honest, sometimes the only way we call on God is when we go through it. Come on. I know some of you. Sometimes in a prayer, you're like, oh, Father, we thank you. Well, I know when you're going through it, God in heaven, you, oh, Lord. I mean, Jehovah. <laughs> because it causes, the situation causes us to grow closer. See, your night can be just forgiving someone. Your night process can be stepping out in faith. But if you will let God do his work, I mean, you begin to sprout. The Bible tells us that it sprouted buds. I want you to think with me. Buds are the first sign of growth. When you and I begin to bud, it's a picture of breakthrough. Breaking through the attitudes, breaking through the worry, breaking through the anxiety, breaking through fear. Interesting, it's it's the buds that have to go through the harshest times. When you look up, amen, about almond trees in this part of, or this region, in the, and in this region, it's funny because the buds, amen, have to go through the colder climates, amen, in the colder times. And so it's actually the buds that get the harshest of the climate. And isn't that so like our own lives? It seems like when we're budding, that's when, the, that's when the pains are the worst. When we're budding and on the brink of breakthrough, it feels like there we're being stretched the most. The night process through the Lord's hands will produce buds. It may not seem like much, but it proves life. It proves growth. Jeremiah 18 and 3, then I went down to the potter's house, and there he was making something at the wheel, and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter, so he made it again into another vessel, as it seemed good to the potter to make. Think of this with me, when a potter, or, 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 when he's making a piece of clay, I want you to think about it. When it's marred, it's hardened. Amen. It's already what it is. And so what the the, the 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 what he has to do, amen, is he has to begin to throw water on it and begin to apply pressure to remold it and reshape it. And that's what God does in this budding process. He begins to put pressure. And it's not a pressure necessarily to break us, but to remold us and reshape us, to mature us, to hold what he has for us. Then the Bible talks about these blossoms. The blossom of this show us in the natural that a plant is ready to receive. That it will be able to be pollinated because now it's opened up. In other words, it is what Paul said in the church to the church of Corinth in 1 Corinthians 3 and 2. I fed you with milk not with, and not with solid food, for until now you were unable to receive it, and, now even, and, uh, and even now you are still not able. You didn't have the maturity to take what I was giving, but in the night process, you start listening. Somebody shout amen. In the night process, you not only listen, you begin to understand. In other words, amen. Now you're beginning to take in what the word of God is saying. You begin to take in what God has shown you. Why? Because you're starting to blossom. It's amazing to me how many people decide to open up when they're going through it. 
You don't want to tell nobody nothing. And then you start struggling. Hey, brother, can I, can I talk to you? Hey, sis, can, I, can we talk for a minute? And now all of a sudden, now you're, we're ready to receive. Can you say amen? We're ready to hear any advice. Amen. We're ready to hear what you have to say. Why? Because I'm going through it and I can't figure this out. Now that night process is causing me to open up. It's causing me to blossom. Church, how many know that revelation can come at the night process? Sometimes that revelation comes to rebuke. I've had times where I've gone through it and I've talked to leadership and headship. I said, I'm going through it. And I remember one time, I think it was Pastor T. Harold, he looked at me and said, oh, stop crying. Now you have to understand something. My tears are real, man. <laughs> and to me, this was... I, oh, come on, get up. All right. You're right. And there are times in that night process you get rebuked. See, listen, can, can, I, can I just throw this in for free? Just don't expect everybody to cry with you because you're crying. <laughs> they don't like that. Don't expect everybody to cry with you because you're crying. Because listen to me carefully. There are times where, yes, we're like, oh, man, oh, man, okay, come on, let's go. You're like, no, no I want to stay here. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. We're not going to stop and hold and wait for you to get together and then we all, no, 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 no. Hey, we understand. Hey, we get it. But you're going to have to learn how to function in the midst of night. Amen. You're going to have to learn how to function even though you're going through it. When everything inside you says, I don't want to get up and pray, you're going to have to learn to get up and pray. Can you say amen? You're going to have to learn when everything in you says, I don't want to forgive. I don't want to let go. You're going to have to learn how to fight through that and say, I'm going to do it though. So you can't expect everybody to just sit there and sympathize with what you're going through because for what you are going through, there's somebody on the other side of the room who's going through worse. I remember there was a young lady in our church. I'm not going to mention which one. But she was a single mother. I mean, faithful to everything faithful to everything, a giver, a giver when she didn't even have it. Amen. I know she doesn't have it. I know it. And she's still giving faithful ministry. And I mean, just, just going after it. And then I look at some of these dudes. Hey, man, where you at tonight, man? Where you at? Oh, man, I just, oh, I'm just going through it. What? And everything, I mean, like, I have a lady a single mother who's going after it, and I know what she's going. And all you, you are upset because you didn't get the job? And you expect me to sympathize with that? No, not when I'm seeing other people fight. Can you say amen? And what we have to learn is that if we're in these night processes, listen to me, we, everybody's not going to wait for you to get it together. 
So with this blossoming, you're open to that. You say, when somebody says, hey, listen, I know you're going through it. I know things are wrong. I know everything is not where you want it to be. But you know what? Let's pray together. Let's fast about this, but still be faithful. Amen. Don't go so you don't understand. No, no, no. We do understand, and we understand that if you stay in that place, you may die. But if you stay in the place of blossoming and receiving, you live. You'll live. See, this blossoming is when you're able to receive the word of God. Matthew 13 and 23 tells us this, but he who received the seed on good ground is he who hears the word and understands it and indeed bear fruit and produces some 100, some 60, some 30. Church, can I tell you, don't despise when you go through it. Listen to me, I know it's not fun, and I'm not trying to make light of it. I, I've been through it, and I know, and I get it, and I understand it. It's not always fun. It's not always a joy. How many know you don't always want to walk in with a smile, but don't despise it tonight, because you know it could be the best thing for you. I thank God now, <laughs> not in it, but I thank God when I got out of it, like, God, you know what? As much as I hated that, as much as you stretched me, as much as you made me do things I didn't want to do, I'm glad I went through it, and I'm glad I did it with the right heart and the right attitude, because now I am able to come out of that and help others. You know, to be truth be told, I'm an introvert. I am. Ask my wife, she'll tell you. I can stay in the house and not see nobody. Wouldn't bother me one bit. Hey, where you at? I'm in the house. You coming out? Mm -mm. <laughs> I'm an introvert. And I remember that when I was going through my night process, one of many, that it caused me to do this thing that it just, this thing, I know, talk to people. Because I needed help. And so because I needed help, I, I couldn't do it. And so I'd have to go to people like, hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, listen. You know, and, and converse with them. And it caused me to break out of this thing. It caused me to break out of this shell. And it caused me to break out of my comfort zone because I had no choice because of what was happening to me in the night. In other words, I was budded, but now I'm blossoming. And I'm able to receive that God is telling me, he who showed himself friendly has friends. And now I'm receiving that going, why don't nobody talk to me? Maybe because I don't talk to nobody. And so it caused me to break out of that, amen. It blossomed me. And now I'm able to talk to all of you, for the most part. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying about the night process. Don't despise it because it could be the best thing for you. Because how can I be a preacher and not talk to people? How can I outreach and not be able to talk to people? Who am I going to help when I don't want to be around people? So think about your own night process. Maybe it's trying to break things from you so you can blossom and receive. Say, hey, you know what? You need this. You know what? You need to stop having an attitude. <laughs> Just making sure it was still on. You know what? You need to stop having that attitude. You know, you need to stop acting like that. You need to stop acting like everybody's against you. 
And God will use the night process to show you that, you know what, there are people who actually love me. Don't despise the night process because there's so much it can bring. I feel like some of you are going through what I'm talking about right now. And I'm here to tell you, listen to me. Embrace it. Embrace it and say, you know what, God? What are you trying to show me? Because you're trying to do something in me so that I can do something. You know, I always tell you know, people are like, you know what, the devil doesn't kick a dead dog. So if you're going through the, and you know, you feel all this stuff, maybe God's like, there's destiny here. There's something I, but I can't bring you to the place I need you to be unless we deal with this. I, I can't have you minister until we deal with this. You're not going to be very effective until we deal with this issue. And sometimes because we're so hard-headed. Come on, somebody. I mean, God tries to whisper it to us. Hey, hey, listen. Hey, just cut that out, okay? Oh, okay, God, okay, I got you. No, 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 seriously, cut it out. I, I will, I will. I'm going to repent. I'm going to repent tonight, I promise, I promise. And then we know, and then God's like, okay. You're like, God, why didn't you just speak to me? I did. But now it seems like you want to hear me now. I have this paddle at home called Black Stallion. Hold on before you judge me. Okay. It's about this big. About that thick. Now, there are times, and I don't know if you've ever dealt with this, but there are times when these things called children don't listen. And and we'll try to be nice. Hey, can you can you hey make sure you clean your room up, okay? Okay, okay, okay. Hey, I walked past your room three times, it's not clean yet. Hey man, hey, I'm just saying, hey, this is your house too. You know, please keep it neat. I'm actually the one that pays rent here, but you know. Can you just clean this one portion of the house that I don't live in? Can you clean that up for me, please? I just would really appreciate it. I'm not asking for much. Oh, okay, Dad. Then Black Stallion comes out and he starts talking. And Black Stallion comes out and go, Father, what, what would you have us to do? <laughs> Nehemiah, everybody, let's clean up. Father's trying to speak. Oh, now we're King James Version now. <laughs> what do you want from thou us, thee, Father? Oh, now, now we can listen. This is what it took. Sometimes how we treat God, though, isn't it? It took this trial for you to listen. It took this for you to see what I was trying to tell you before. Let's close with almonds. <laughs> I know, that sounded like so funny. <laughs> from blossoms, or from buds to blossoms, now we see the ripe almonds, the fruit of the process. Notice here that buds break out, blossoms take in, and then the almonds give back. The almonds are the fruit of what has happened. 
when no one was looking and Christ was working. The almonds also teach us of God's providence, his power, and his will. The Lord in our text chose Aaron. It was a testament that God Almighty has all power in his hand. When Moses grabbed that rod from the tent, it showed it to all that there was no question as to who did it. There was no doubt it was God. I have called Aaron to this. Much like God in our own lives will show us that he has called us to serve. He has called us to bring forth fruit into the world. And those almonds prove that this, uh, that this is still the night process taking place, but this is the end of it. And what I'm here to tell you is that when you bud and when you blossom, and then there you will begin to produce fruit. And it is a testament not to how good you can endure. It's a testament not to how smart you are, but it's a testament to who God is. Can you say amen? And when we have these ripe almonds producing in our lives, it shows us God can, God will. That he can bring us through. And not just bring us through, but also make us fruitful. I must admit to you that some of my most fruitful times were done when I was going through it. I must admit to you that some of the most fruitful times of my life was when I was in darkness. Was when I didn't have proper clarity. Some of the most fruitful times were when I was budding and blossoming. What we learn is that God is still doing a work within us. And tonight, my goal was to make you look at your night process a little differently. Understand that it may be God that is doing something to bring you to a place of maturity. Think of this with me. Is it no wonder that Moses spent 40 years in the wilderness? Is it no wonder that John the Baptist 30 years, amen, before public ministry for six months? There's a preparation and repairing and a growing. Amen. But be encouraged when you go through it. A night moment to realize that there's buds, blossoms, and almonds coming. Can you say amen? That you know what, God, I'm going through it and it sucks. It doesn't feel good. But at the end of it, I'm going to produce something that's going to come from my life if I process it properly. That something is going to be produced. Every time I go through it, me and my wife look at each other and say, man, something about to happen. Any attack, I'm like, something good, something, I don't know. I've looked at my wife and said, how much money we got? We ain't got nothing. Boy, we about to get some. Because you process it. Like, God, I'm going through it, and that's fine. Because at the end of it, I believe I'm going to produce almonds. Be encouraged when you go through a night moment. The almonds are coming. Listen to me. Let me leave you with this. For the married. Listen to me carefully. Listen to me. You're going to go through a night process. You're going to go through it. But I want you to think about it. When you go through that with your marriage, you're going through it and there's strife and there's all these. I want you to think for a moment. Like, you know what? In going through this, God, what are you trying to show me? Not what's wrong with my spouse. 
God, what are you trying to show me? What, 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 is it me? Is this something that I'm doing? Is this something that and it's causing this? And I'm telling you, if you realize it in process, like, you know what? God, I'm not going to waver. I'm going to do right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let you speak to me. I'm going to let you help my heart. To, and I'm telling you, things can be restored. Can you say amen when you have that type of attitude? But not just in marriage. In all of life. That when you go through it, don't just start complaining, oh, what, this again? Yeah, because you didn't learn the first time. This again, yeah, but what is it going to produce if I do it right this time? I'll leave you with one story. In Virginia Beach, I wasn't the most polished preacher. And so there was an issue in the church between a male and a female, and I had told them to cut it out. And I found out that they weren't cutting it out. So I did what any normal red-blooded American would do. I'm going to the house. And my wife is on the phone. I'm on, I'm like, hey, I'm getting off work. And I'm going over there. And I'm going to deal with this. And if he swings, if he swings, just, just be ready for the phone call, dear. So I go there. And they have the nerve to come out the house together. So I pop out the car. Hey! I told you, I said, hey! I told y'all to cut this out, man. This is wrong. This is immoral. And he starts moving like this. And I'm like, bro, I'm from New Jersey. That don't scare me. Let's go. What you? Hey, look, man. Don't you ever come back to this church again. You understand me? I ain't playing with you. You come back to the church, it's going to be a misunderstanding. Do you understand me? Now, fast forward. Similar situation. But I've been through a couple of night processes. Similar situation. This time I go, Lord, help them. God, I'm praying. God, I want them to make it. God, I want this to be. God, help me to help them. What can I do? Amen. God, God what, do, what do I have to do? What do I have to say? Do you see the difference now? That there was a maturity now, whereas like now, I'm not just going to go on the attack and fight, but now I'm fighting spiritually now and saying, God, lead me to where you, what you want me to do with this, how to handle this. That's what I'm talking about tonight. That's what I'm talking about, the ripe almonds. This evening, church, you're going to go through it. My question is, how are you going through it? Do you realize that maybe God is at work and he's trying to get things out of us so we can get things in us? Come on, somebody. That we can become fruitful. But if we're going to be fruitful, if we're going to be used by the king, if we're going to be able to have this maturity that I'm talking about, listen to me. You're going to have to go through this night. Because there are things that need to be shaved off. There are things that need to be dealt with. 
that you can look at it with joy like, you know what, God, if I'm going through all this now, oh, what destiny you must have for me. If I got to go through all this, and whoa, what is out there that I'm supposed to be doing? And that's how I look at life now. God, what is it you have for me? If I'm going through all this, man, that destiny is something serious, and I refuse to miss it. So I'll go through it. Can you say amen? The beauty of night tonight. Let's bow our heads.